0: This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B, or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly.
1: This is the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans, and greetings from Studio B. I'm Sean Kelly, so glad that you're with us here on a busy Wednesday on Airline Drive as both the... Saints and Pelicans are hard at work. The Pelicans are getting ready for a game tonight against the Los Angeles Clippers. More on that in a moment. And the Saints are into their uh, Atlanta mode right now, preparing for this weekend's regular season finale and the second matchup of the year with the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to talk about the start of the Saints' new week with Sean Fazan today from Fox 8 Sports. May pick his brain a little bit about uh, two bowl games of particular interest to folks around here. Obviously, LSU is playing on Saturday night, and the Sugar Bowl uh, is on Monday, and both Oklahoma and Auburn are now in town, and it will be a busy football weekend, obviously, with uh, the Saints and LSU, and then the Sugar Bowl being the the one game that's actually here in New Orleans uh, for the weekend. So, Sean Fazan from Fox State Sports to talk about that. Uh, Don't forget later on today to check out NewOrleansSaints.com for a post-practice report. We call it the afternoon wrap. It's presented by Acme Oyster House, and John DeShazer and I will be sharing with you, uh, well, any news there is on this Wednesday, this first full day of practice, and probably some of the sound from Drew Brees, who will speak to the media later on today. On the basketball side, shoot-around is already complete over here at the Pelicans practice facility. New Orleans is trying to make it three in a row at home when they uh, host the uh, injured Los Angeles Clippers tonight. And here's what we know at this point. Blake Griffin is out. We already know that. So he will not play tonight. The Clippers have now lost two straight without Chris Paul and J.J. Redick. And uh, the word from the Smoothie King Center and the Clippers shoot around this morning is that uh, Chris Paul and J.J. Redick are both game-time decisions tonight for the Clippers. Uh, Doc Rivers was quoted as saying that he's not hopeful at this point. I think he used the word doubtful as to whether or not they would play. So we'll see how it goes uh, come game time, the Pelicans looking to beat the Clippers for the first time this year. This is the third meeting already between these two teams, and if New Orleans wins tonight, it not only gives them a winning home stand with one to go, uh, but it also puts them in a position to to you know take care of the Knicks on Friday, which will not be some pushover. But then you would have a four and one home stand, uh, and that would be really a really big boost for this basketball team. I I'm getting the feeling that something. Goods about to happen for them just I 'm I'm, I'm just going off of a sense I had and, as to being around them this morning and and uh, and this new starting lineup that I think stays intact tonight um, that features a little bit of a smaller look with with Anthony Davis at the center position um, and then Dante Cunningham playing more of a natural four Solomon Hill on the wing, and then the backcourt of a holiday. And Buddy healed. I, I just I think there's something to this, and the rotation that that comes now behind them, um, this is a big one tonight. I, I, I'm not gonna sh- I'm not gonna back down from that. I think this is a real um, determiner of how things are gonna go here uh, in the in the near term. So, look, I'm not I don't I'm trying to get I'm not trying to get over my skis a little bit here. I just I'd like to see that happen, and I and I think it will, and. And then maybe the conversation starts to change about this basketball team, especially with their health, and maybe now have figured out who goes where uh, moving forward as we get into January. All right, you with me on that? Okay. Um, We're going to talk with David Wesley more about that, and uh, we'll see if he's on the same page or if he's got a different take as the um, analyst from Fox Sports New Orleans joins us here, as usual, on a Wednesday. We call that part of the show Wesley Wednesday. So good stuff today. Sean Fazan, David Wesley, both pelicans and saints conversation for you and we'll start it off in just a moment
2: we all know saints fans are humble hardworking, likable and the most devoted fans in the league all of that takes energy the energy you get from a warm bowl of campbell's chunky soup its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of saints fans everywhere try the delicious chunky chicken and sausage gumbo just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints.
3: You're at a dinner party. You're seated next to a loud mouth. Plus, there's no bread. Why is there no bread? Myrtle, the family chow-chow, seems very interested in you, but you're allergic to Myrtle and you left your inhaler at home. But it doesn't have to be this way. Win the night with the New Orleans Pelicans. See Anthony Davis and the Pels face off against Chris Paul and the L.A. Clippers. Wednesday, December 28th. Visit pelicans.com for tickets and win the night.
2: Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after
0: day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up.
3: Sometimes cancer patients come who were told they were out of options, but Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances.
4: We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference.
2: Every day, auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-OCHSNER or visit auctioner.org.
0: We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report.
1: Football conversation first here on uh, this Wednesday at the Black and Blue Report. And as I mentioned in our opening segment, not only is Sean Fazan from Fox 8 Sports here to talk about Saints and Falcons this weekend, uh, there are two particular bowl games that I'm eager to get his thoughts on as we uh, have our conversation today. Long time no talk to you. How are you, Sean?
4: I'm doing great. How are you? Happy holidays.
1: Same to you, sir. I'm doing well, thank you very much. And I can't believe it is the last regular season, a regular, it is the last week of the regular season in the NFL. Uh, in some ways it flew by Sean and, well, in some ways it didn't, did it? It always
4: kind of manages that way when it's kind of an up and down season like that. Sometimes you feel like it flies by, other times you feel like it kind of drags. But nonetheless, here we are, uh, final week of the regular season. What would
1: you What would you say? Uh, it's you know you said up and down. What would you say your biggest takeaway right now is from this year's Saints team?
4: That's a tough one. You know, I, I feel like they were a team that um, had what it took, in spots uh, had what it took, and and small doses. Um, could never quite get it lined up uh, enough to win consistently and I think that's why you saw uh, the up and down nature. I mean, at one point in the season it was uh, defensive struggles, at one point it was special teams disasters, at one point they had some offensive uh, mishaps. It just, in, in small doses, they seem to have, have exactly what it took to win, but they could never quite find the consistency that, that you obviously make a playoff
1: run let me put this into two categories and you pick one or you say i don't want either one okay so if you would say if you were to talk to fans or your own opinion here um is this season same old same old is this now enough to say they're trending in the right direction where would you put yourself
4: oh i hate to be this way but i'm leaning towards same old um i there are parts of this team that I love. I mean, I really love the wide receivers. I love the interior of the D-line. Uh, I love Drew Brees. But I, I, I think, you know, uh, the record kind of speaks for itself, and this is kind of the third year in a row uh, that it's been like this. So um, until they get over that hump uh, and, and are back on that the winning side of the uh, win-loss record, um, I still think they're kind of in, in that stuck in neutral same boat, so to speak. Um, it, but there are flashes of this team that you like. Um, and I think if you can build on that, uh, then certainly you can start trending in the right direction. But until it happens, uh, I'm leaning towards the uh, uh, the same old part of that equation.
1: Okay, fair enough. Uh, last year, they they played well down the stretch, and even at seven and nine, I felt like Sean there was there was some optimism, or at least something that didn't feel so bad going into the off season. Uh, mm-hmm. They've won two straight here. I think both are pretty impressive wins. If they were to pull off a win this weekend against Atlanta, do you do you have the same feeling as say you know this time last year, or more so if they pull off a win this weekend?
4: Yeah, I think getting to eight and eight is important. I really do. Okay. Um, why? I think having a non losing season is important just because uh, you know you just hit the, the sound of three straight losing seasons just doesn't uh, it just doesn't sound right. And, and, and then look, that would be an, an obvious tangible improvement, even if even if it was. Uh, just one game, so yeah, I would feel better about the off season if they win three in a row. Um, but you know, I, I felt pretty good at going into last year's off season. Uh, so I, again, I, I think there's a lot of work to be done in the off season, uh, and I'm just kind of in that. All right, let's see if they can get this done because I think they, I think look, I mean, I think I know they want to be successful, but I think they've been trying here for the last three years, and hopefully uh, they can finally turn the corner going into ne- next off season and into obviously next season.
1: Sean Fazan with us here from Fox 8 Sports. Sean, if I look back upon the season, there are so many losses that you know could have swung the other way, or even wins, for that matter. Mm-hmm. You know, wins and losses decided by basically one score, uh, with the exception uh, in a couple of cases, including Week 3 against Atlanta, where it was not close uh, in that loss to Atlanta. Why would you think that maybe it will be different this weekend? Can it be?
4: Yeah, I, I think you got some players back for that game. You didn't have – uh, in week three, Sheldon Rankins comes to mind immediately. They're um, playing better defensively. I think at that stage of the season, Dennis Allen was still kind of figuring his defense out and having to really uh, mix and match some personnel defense, you know, defensively uh, to you know try to put some stuff together. I think he's in a groove in terms of calling defenses and um, and obviously you know the opponent. So um, and, and I, I don't underestimate the fact that the Saints know they can be a spoiler. Uh, to the Falcons this weekend who were playing for something. So um, I think you add all those factors up, the fact that you know Drew Brees seems to play well, or he always seems to play well uh, in the Georgia Dome, and the offense, is obviously clicking. So uh, I think there's reasons for optimism to win this game. I'm curious to see how it turns out, because I think the Saints are going to go ahead uh, go in with a full head of steam and uh, looking to knock off the Falcons, and the Falcons obviously need this victory, so it should be a, a fun, entertaining way to close out the regular season.
1: Yeah, I think fun's a great word to describe it. There's no doubt about that, especially when you just look at the two offenses alone. Um, Sean, you know, every week has its own conversation or storyline or however you want to put it. You know, you just kind of touched it a, a little bit on it. As far as the players go or what you're going to hear coming out of the Saints locker room, what kind of angles do you think folks are going to try and, and look to ask Saints players about this week and go about this last week of conversation?
4: Yeah, you know, I, I really think I know for my purposes, I wanna, I really wanna get their take on, on obviously finishing out eight and eight because I, I know it's only one one game, but I, I just think that's important to go from seven to nine to eight and eight, uh, and I'm curious to see uh, how much of a factor that plays in the locker room. I think it does. I'll say this about the locker room. I mean, they've maintained their professionalism all season long with a, uh, during some very tough times. So uh, I have no doubt that'll continue uh, this weekend. Um, you know, I'm curious some of the individual accomplishments, which, uh, you know, they'll, they'll likely downplay, but I think it's important. Mark Ingram uh, surpassing 1,000. Michael Thomas has a chance. Willie Sneed has an outside chance. Uh, you know, Drew Brees obviously can uh, eclipse 5,000 as well. That's some serious offensive, uh, you know, uh, merit, some some accomplishments there. So I think those are the things you go, you watch for as well. And, uh, it, again, just kind of finishing off the new year, the new season, or the regular season, I guess New Year's Day, uh, into uh, going off into the off season on a winning note. I think all those things are sort of important uh, as you wind down here.
1: Let me switch gears to the college game. By the way, good thought too. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, let me switch gears to the college game. I think there are two bowl games this coming weekend that are of particular interest to most folks around here. Obviously, one is LSU's uh, game on Saturday night at the Citrus Bowl, and then, of course, New Orleans is hosting the Sugar Bowl on Monday with Oklahoma. And Auburn. Would you mind if you don't if you don't care to uh, to set the table for both of those games for me?
4: Well, obviously the LSU Louisville game is going to be interesting because it's Ed O'Gron's first game as permanent head coach. Um, I really like the way he galvanized that locker room after both losses, two tough losses uh, when he took over. Uh, I'm curious the matchup of LSU's defense and the Mad scientist, as they call him, and Dave Aranda against the Heisman Trophy winner. Call me crazy, but I think LSU has a clear-cut advantage there. I really do. Um, I think they're going to be able to come up with a game plan. I think they have the athletes to keep up uh, with uh, with the Lamar Jackson. Uh, so I'm, I'm very curious to see, much like the Saints finishing out on a winning note, see how LSU finish out uh, on a winning note. Early start, time, obviously. Uh, and a pretty good bowl. Uh, you know, the Citrus Bowl at one point was a, uh, a pretty high, highly thought of bowl I know the bowl game's kind of – well, some of it's luster with the playoffs, But still, I think it's uh, – uh, important that they finish things out. I'm curious to see how Danny Etling plays as well just because he'll go in as the name starter in the offseason, but I think we all realize there's going to be an open competition with the new uh, offensive coordinator. So I think all those factors are at play, uh, and I'd like to see LSU close things out with a big bowl victory. Uh, as for Oklahoma-Auburn, that's a good matchup uh, for the Sugar Bowl. Uh, two you know traditional powers. Uh, you have Baker Mayfield, a guy from uh, Oklahoma that really uh, is, is kind of a game-changer at quarterback, and Auburn is a team that, you know, they basically kind of set the season tone for LSU by beating them, uh, you know, at that the last-second play there uh, out in Auburn earlier this season. So I actually like both the two traditional powers, SEC, Big 12. Uh, I really like that matchup inside the Superdome. That should be a fun one to watch as well.
1: Should Saints fans pay particular attention to Baker Mayfield?
4: I like him. Uh, I think they. I think most fans do know who he is. I think he's someone that you can – uh kind of he, he, he has fun when he plays he's a little bit of a freelancer improv kind of guy uh, I think he has fun when he's playing I think he's kind of contagious I think his teammates know that in terms of just the way he is and I sh- I would absolutely if I were a Saints fan pay attention to him because uh he's a guy that's electric and he's uh, exciting to watch
1: okay fair enough happy holidays my friend I really appreciate your time here during a very busy week
4: hey thanks for having me happy new year
1: yep same to you we'll have you back we'll do a little post-mortem on the entire season how about that in January Sounds great. Perfect. Sean Fazan, right, Fox 8 Sports. Catch him, uh, well, <laughs> all the time, especially this time of year. We'll switch gears to basketball. David Wesley with us in just a moment. Hey, New Orleans
2: the world's biggest party just got even bigger because NBA All-Star 2017 is coming to the Big Easy. You know about the big game on Sunday, but there's a whole weekend of fun. Starting Friday night, come check out the BBDA Compass Rising Stars Challenge and the Celebrity Game, then the D-League All-Star Game on Saturday. Even watch the best athletes in the world get ready at All-Star practice. Tickets start at just $10. Don't miss out. Visit nbatickets.com now. Are you ready for a new challenge? Set your goal and go for it with the Smoothie King Change a Meal Challenge. Just change one meal a day with over 20 delicious meal replacement smoothies, all under 400 calories per 20 ounce cup, and sip your way to your goal weight. With flavors like pineapple mango, strawberry blueberry,
1: dark chocolate banana, and more, it's easier than ever to reach for your goal. Take the Change a Meal Challenge, only at Smoothie King, smoothies with a purpose. Take the challenge as part of a low calorie diet and daily exercise program. Weight loss depends on individual needs.
0: Guess what day it is. Pump day? Well, yeah. And it's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report.
1: All right, Pelicans and Clippers tonight at the Smoothie King Center. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. As promised, David Wesley on a Wesley Wednesday. Uh, It's a Wednesday that feels like May, not December. Wouldn't you say, my friend?
5: (laughs) It is very, very muggy and warm. It definitely does not feel like a December, but... Uh nice day nonetheless.
1: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I'm I'm ready for basketball weather. You know, when it's cold and nasty out you want to go into the basketball gym, but I guess I'll also Oh I, I can
5: yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. I, I can fake it. You I can. like warm weather. I don't need cold to tell me it's basketball season.
1: I, I agree. Since we'll be in Cleveland on Monday and then on the east coast uh the in two weeks. So you're probably right. I should shut my mouth and enjoy this while we can. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the home stand so far, David, two and one for the pelicans are, are the pelicans off to a gum stand in your opinion?
5: Well, I think they're winning the games they have to. Um, you know it would have it would have been even better if they could have beaten Oklahoma City to start the home stand, but didn't happen, but they have taken care of Miami and in their last game, taken care of Dallas, uh, a little payback there. So, um, you know, if they can continue maybe get get this win again tonight, I think that, you know, again, they're they're fighting back, trying to get as close to that five hundred mark before the all star break and then hopefully make a run at it. I, you know, I, I think they have to win, you know, games like tonight. Um, a team that is without their two stars possibly. Chris Paul will probably play if, if I had to guess, but he possibly could be out. Um they certainly have to find a way.
1: The big news the other night was a change in the starting lineup, David, and the ensuing rotation that followed it. What was your evaluation of what you saw in, in the new group?
5: Well, I, you know, I, I thought it worked. Um, certainly um, a Dallas team that uh, you can't guard dirt with a center, so you have to have a, a forward, somebody with quick size, to, to have a chance to guard him, and they're not a big team. So, uh, will that continue tonight? I don't think so. Uh, you know, you need a big, you need a center that that has to guard DeAndre Jordan, or he'll have twenty-five rebounds. If the, he's relentless, he's athletic and long. Let's
1: let's say Alvin Gentry does stay with that lineup tonight. Then then how do you deal with DeAndre Jordan?
5: Uh, collectively, um, you know, and and Joel and I on the air have pointed out many times the lack of blocking out, not just with the Pelicans, but in the league, uh, if you don't put a body on him every single time, he is going to have 25 rebounds. So, uh, with that said, um, you know, it's, it's a very, very small lineup. You need gang rebounding. Uh, you need guards coming back, trying to get in there and, 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 Either block out or get rebounds, so it's it's going to be a tough task uh, against uh, a, a center like DeAndre Jordan. But you know, like I said, if they block out, sure, they have a chance. If they don't, he's going to have a monster night, and he's going to because DeAndre is very good at tipping balls out. And if he can't get it, he keeps it alive, and that could spell trouble.
1: Langston Galloway is leading the NBA in fourth quarter three-point percentage. How about that? Did you expect to see that?
5: I didn't expect to see it, but, you know, just from watching him, you can see um, he's a a hard gun. I mean, he is is out there to do that. He doesn't waste time. He doesn't uh, waste motion. He catches, and that thing is going up, and he's shooting it great. I think he has saved the game here or there for the Pelicans already um by his shooting in the in the second half and uh you know when when you do stuff like that regardless of the numbers and certainly with all the guys being back he was for a game and a half he was the odd man out. Hey, you you can keep trying to put me out, but I'm gonna come out here and do what I do. And I I like I like guys like that. I like, you know, guys that don't sit around and pout and saying I'm only getting three minutes. Um he gets his three minutes, knock down a three, come and sit down. So um, he makes a coach have to think about it and in a lot of cases have to plan.
1: Okay. Um, speaking of rotational guys, now that this team is healthy, and, David, because it's been so long, I, I'm not even so sure I know how to ask this. I'm not, I'm not trying to be cute here. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm starting to think about now minutes for guys like Tim Frazier, Tyreek Evans. There's a glut here of, um, of bodies, which I'm not used to and I'm maybe not the the head coach either.
5: Well, here's how that, that can tend to work. Throw salaries out of the out of the picture. You throw salaries out of the picture, the guy out there that's getting it done plays. Now, we all know that this league is based on salaries and you know the higher salaries are gonna play, which leaves Tim Frazier out of the mix. Uh, to some degree leaves Galloway out of the mix. Um, but if I'm a coach and you know, I, I feel like if I was a coach, I would do it the way that's going to give me a win. And if that's the case, I'm going to play the guy that's getting it done. And, and right now, Langston Galloway has shown that he's getting it done and he deserves more time, more minutes. Uh, right now, Tyreek is not. Certainly, He's still in training camp, so to speak, so he needs more time. But uh, and, and Tim Fraser has shown he gets it done. The thing about these guys that are kind of the odd man out, they have to realize that this is the business. Stay focused. Stay ready. Your number is going to be called, and you need to go out there and perform in sometimes short minutes. If you can continue to do that, not only will it make the Pelicans better, It'll keep you fresh and on their mind, and at some point you may break through. This team has been full of injuries. Your chance is going to come again at some point. Be ready.
1: David Wesley here with us on the Black and Blue Report. David, with regard to the game tonight against Los Angeles, and this may be um, an incomplete answer, and I would totally understand that since we don't quite know who all is playing for the Clippers, but uh, at this moment – what are David Wesley's keys to a win for New Orleans tonight?
5: Well, you know I, That the Pelicans have to play with more consistency in all facets of the game. And that's pace of the play, ball movement, and rebounding. Those are the three things that I think make them a, a, a good team or just really, really average They have to get to shooters. They have to get to the shooters. J.J. Reddick, averaging 14 a game, can't have 25. And they have to keep DeAndre Jordan off the glass. He can't go out and have a 20-rebound night with a ton of offensive rebounds.
1: That sounds easy. That's
5: trouble for the Pelicans.
1: Yeah. That's that should be easy, right?
5: Um, it's it's not easy, <laughs> but if you focus on it, yeah, anybody can block out. Did um, it, anybody can focus on. I got a shooter. I need to stay close. I'm not going to help as much. I'm gonna stay where I'm in range to get back to that shooter, contest, make it tough. And and the focus on everything else. That's that's a process. Uh, Still going.
1: All right. Let's end on this. Would you mind finishing this sentence for me? Um, If the Pelicans win tonight and Friday to close out the homestand, blank.
5: I think with that confidence, they give themselves a chance to make the playoffs.
1: That might be the hottest take you've had yet this year on Wesley Wednesday.
5: Yeah. I think they I think they have enough to make the playoffs, okay,
1: okay. It's,
5: just, it's just you know what team is gonna show up tonight, what team is gonna show up Friday and moving forward, but I think um clearly tonight's win will be um you know more more of quality than the past two wins um and then. Friday is more of just focus. I mean, New York is not just going to roll over, but if you let them come in and get some confidence, get some rhythm, they can beat you too.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that makes uh, that makes tonight's game all the more fun, and, of course, you'll be on television for it. Wearing something spectacular, I'm sure, right?
5: Uh, well, not, not my best, but uh, it'll do.
1: <laughs> wow. From the hottest take of the year to – <laughs> the mo- most milk toast outfit description of the year.
5: <laughs> yeah, it'll 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 do. It'll uh, it'll get me through tonight. Okay. You know, it's, it's hard. It's hard night after night trying to find something different and fresh and and on the go. So sometimes you just take a take a night off.
1: It sounds it sounds like your feminine side coming through a little bit, David.
5: A little bit. A little
1: a l- bit. A little a bit. A little tender and care. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, well, congratulations on coming up with that today to wear, and uh, I'll see you tonight at the Smoothie King Center. How about that?
5: Sounds good. All right. Look forward
1: to it. David Wesley, Joel Myers, Jen Hale on Fox Sports New Orleans tonight. Radio coverage as well on the Pelicans Radio Network, and uh, that that pretty much sets the table. Should be a dandy tonight. Hopefully, hopefully uh, a fun one all the way to the finish. We'll take a time out. We'll wrap things up here on this Wednesday after these messages.
3: You're at a dinner party. You're seated next to a loudmouth. Plus, there's no bread. Why is there no bread? Myrtle, the family chow-chow, seems very interested in you. But you're allergic to Myrtle, and you left your inhaler at home. But it doesn't have to be this way. Win the night with the New Orleans Pelicans. See Anthony Davis and the Pels face off against Chris Paul and the L.A. Clippers. Wednesday, December 28th. Visit pelicans.com for tickets
2: and win the night. Hi, Vincent Palumbo here.
4: Terminex is the home of the $650 lifetime termite repair guarantee. Terminex provides termite protection and pest control. Call Terminex for all your pest problems. 834-7330.
0: It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report.
1: All right, we're about ready to wrap things up here on this Wednesday. Great stuff from Sean Fizan, Fox 8s. I love having him on. And then David Wesley on a Wesley Wednesday. Speaking of uh, the Pelicans talk, we just finished up with, with David. Uh, Anthony Davis spoke yesterday after practice about the uh, lineup change and uh, how it might affect them against the Clippers tonight. Here's what he had to say about the lineup and how it might play out against DeAndre Jordan.
3: Give the opportunity to, to drive the lane, um, space out the floor, you know. You know, instead of having, you know, you know, O'Meara or Alexi, you know, down there, you know, try to keep DeAndre at the rim, you know, this this lineup gives the opportunity to pull him away from the rim and then we have our guards, you know, do a good job penetrating against the basket.
1: All right, Anthony Davis and the Pelicans tonight, 7 o'clock at the Smoothie King Center. There are limited tickets available still for tonight and now for Friday. Friday's become quite a ticket uh, here to finish the homestand as the Knicks come calling. And I'm not blowing smoke at you. I mean, literally, this is a hot holiday ticket right now. So might want to hustle up to Pelicans.com today if you want to uh, be a part of the end of this long five-game homestand. Tomorrow's Black and Blue Report should be a dandy. Uh, we'll be talking Saints and Pelicans both. Uh, we will be visiting tomorrow with Kenny Albert from the NFL on Fox and Wes Durham, the voice of the Atlanta Falcons. So we'll check you out tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report. Until then, go Pelicans tonight. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Those of you down here in the south with us, enjoy springtime for just another couple of days. Watch out for that fog, too. For Daniel and I'm Sean Kelly. So long for just a while.
0: Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ADC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the black and blue report.